1: And right now, we're going to chat to a wonderful horse owner, a man who's been involved in the industry for a long time and had a lot of good racehorses, Neville McAllister, who's been good enough to join the mail run this morning. G'day,
0: Neville. G'day, lads. How you doing?
1: Yeah, really well, mate. How are you going the morning of a day where you have a runner in another cup, the Waikato Cup today with Platinum Invader? Pretty exciting for you?
0: Uh, As long as the weather holds, otherwise we may not run. So we'll just see what time the rain comes in, but hopefully it's later in the day and uh, we can box on.
1: Yes, right. Well, it's a bit of uncertainty at the moment, isn't it? Because it's coming. We just don't know when. And and let's be honest, the meteorologists don't know when either, mate. So we we won't look at forecasts. We'll just cross our fingers. Uh, Talk to us about your life in racing, Neville, because I know you've had a lot of horses with Lisa and a good relationship with her throughout the years. and, And, man, she has trained some serious winners. So where did it start for you?
0: Uh, It started when I was at uh, school, my uh, cousin was a jockey and uh, his father trained in Whanganui so we used to go up there every holidays and um, stay with them and that's sort of probably where the relationship started and then he ended up becoming quite successful as a rider Um, so we followed his career through and um, that's where it got started really. And after that, then we uh, sort of went into trotting when I was about 16 and went to Christchurch and worked for a guy called Eric Ryan, who was a bit of a very hard man, the legend of the industry, and um, spent three or four years with him and started driving at trials and and worked through before heading back up, uh, back to Palmerston North after I'd realised that uh, earning $40 a week wasn't really going to get me very far in life. Oh, so he's converted louie from the trotters to the to the gallopers g'day neville it's, it's matt here talk to me about your, your relationship with lisa latter the, the the trainer owner
1: sort of set up as well as lincoln farms how did that all kind of mold itself and
0: become what it has uh in the late 90s was it would have been um there was me and a, a couple of mates of mine decided we'd, we'd at uh, that stage, I'd, I'd worked for the obviously a stipendary steward from about uh, for about fifteen years, and um, my refereeing rugby career was sort of really getting the top swing at that stage. So I didn't really have the time to to do that anymore. So we decided to uh, get into owning our owning our own one, and Lisa had just at that stage gone out on her own, and I think she had about four or five horses, and um, we leased one and and, and started racing that. And over over time, and a few a couple more coming along, then I, um, we went to, She went to the sales and, and bought a horse with a guy I'd been racing them with, and he pulled out on me at the last minute. and um, Lisa talked to John Street to see if he was interested in going hard in it and uh, and luckily John did, and we raced him a couple of times and sold him to Hong Kong for a lot of money, and that sort of got the relationship going and we sort of haven't looked back since.
1: No, you need a little bit of luck, as you know. Never Everyone sounds like you've had, had a had do we? But what's the what's one of the the better horses of that you've raced that's given you a real thrill?
0: Uh, Platinum Kingdom was the best we've probably ever had by miles. I mean, he was an absolute freak. Um, race, race, obviously one you know couple of races in Australia beat uh, Bow twice. Um, I mean, he was an absolute superstar. So we ended up losing him at the start of his four-year-old career. He ended up um, catching some bug and dying. So that was that was heartbreaking. But he was an absolute freak.
1: Wow! Probably never saw the best of him.
0: Yeah, he was just uh, he, he was just getting better and better. Um, yeah, he. he and, I mean, we went to that stage. Obviously, we'd never heard of Bo Band, And I mean, Jonathan Riddell rode him over there, and he said, "They say this horse goes pretty good." And he won the Horse of the Year and. Uh, Sydney I think for about three or four years running so um, I, think we, I think we beat him twice and he might have beat us once by a nose in a, in a, in a, in a, at Hawkesbury I think You've achieved a fair bit Neville in terms of, of an owner what do you kind of dream about now what's what's on the bucket list? Uh, we've gone through quite a high probably throughout about 14, 15, 16 where everything we lined up was winning in the last two or three years we've gone, gone more in the sacking mode and um, and been on the bottom end of it, so hopefully the wheel's just about to turn and and we start, start to, can win a few again. Don't um, really have any races that I, that we sort of you know just winning races really and, and having good horses. Awesome. So um, don't really sit there and target you know individual races. Um, obviously, we need to get this horse back going again. That's racing today, um, coming back from injury. Um, but yeah, just just find the next good one really. Yeah,
1: so Platinum Invader, he's coming back. He's pretty well travelled, and he's he knows what he's doing by now. Um, Twelve dollars, three dollars eighty. Ryan Elliott, Barry eight, third third up. If the rain didn't come, where's the confidence levels? And what, what have you heard from Lisa?
0: Oh, if we were on a good three today, the is bucking his brains, or so um, we, we'd we'd be very confident. Like he's absolutely flying, but um, with with rain around and moisture in the track, he doesn't give his best. So, yeah, hopefully then we'll just have to rock on and hope that maybe on New Year's Day. I mean, obviously, up the weights a bit. It's a bit hard for him at the moment. Um, you know, they, they didn't give him any handicap relief after two years off the scene, which is very abnormal and, you know, certainly not what they do in Australia. So that was quite strange. Um, but, yeah, he, he's flying at the moment. He's had two good runs back. He's never, you know, he's never gone good enough to be able to run a, run a good placing you know, over a mile fresh up on, on, on a rain affected track, which was showing how good he was going. Wanganui, um, he drew wide, got caught wide. And was still only half a length from second. So um, again, it was, it was a great run, and he blew out. He was pretty portly at Wonganui. So if he's got that extra bit of beef off him, then um, yeah, you know, he's on a decent track. He'd be, you know he'd certainly be right amongst them.
1: Yeah, uh, excellent stuff. Good information there, Neville. And we'll definitely watch Platinum Invader where he goes next. Just on you, mate. Personally, before we let you go, like, what, what do you do outside of racing? Are you still working? Are you what do you do for a crust or? Uh, what do you do outside for your... I mean, obviously, we a lot of us just have trackside on the whole time and that kind of consumes our lives, but you must have something else going on for you.
0: Uh, we have a sports uh, footwear uh, franchise called Shoe Clinic that we started uh, in the late 90s, so that's been gone... About, well, it's come up 25 years now, So, um, but we've got 19 stores through the country and the sort of sporting footwear running side of it, so that, that goes pretty well.
1: Do you... Um, do you ever weigh in on horseshoes, or you just leave that leave that to the farriers that's
0: it leave that to the experts my
1: friend very good thank you so much for joining us all the best for platinum invader if he races today otherwise we'll watch him next start and sounds like you've had a, a a real thrill during your journey in racing and it's not done yet mate so all the best and we'll talk again someday i'm sure cheers thanks lads cheers